And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello again, friends. It's Christian. Thank you for tuning in to 100 Watts and a Wire. My call sign is Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. And I'm joined by Steve, Whiskey 7 United, Delta India. Did it right that time. There you go. And this is a ham radio talk show. It meets every week around this time. Or also, uh, you can see the show on YouTube. You're welcome to join us there. And uh, you can take the show with you whenever you like as a podcast. This week, we're talking about, among life and everything else, I mean, if you're coming out of the last episode, you're thinking, is Art Bell going to make a special appearance here? We talked a little bit about aliens and signals mm-hmm. coming from mm-hmm. different places. Um I don't know, you know, I, I, I don't want to tell anyone what to think, but I think anything is possible, man. Like if a if energy is created, right, isn't it that it cannot be destroyed is kind of what the science says. I mean, when we send mm-hmm. a signal out, it may take an awful long time to get somewhere, somewhere else. I, I mean, they make fun of you if you say the word aliens. Mm-hmm. So I won't say that, but I, I will say that I do believe that there could be some signals you know, they're receiving them. At, you know, okay. What do you think about all this stuff, Steve? I mean, oh, it, cool. it's, uh, but I'm still cool. trying to figure out how to get that QSL card from that, that distant station. Yeah. The postage is uh, yeah. got to be a I mean, little how many green stamps. Do we got to throw in there? And, uh, and then the other question is, will the ARRL recognize it as a DX entity? So, right. Yeah, I'm still having a problem with logbook of the world. Can you imagine yeah. being on HF for I don't know five years now, and I've still not got the uh, worked all state um, mm-hmm. validation through uh, the league, which I, I find bizarre because for me, I got them on the old Drake, you know, and yeah. uh, so I don't know. Maybe it's just are the people working, you know, logbook of the yeah. world also that could be a part of it too. Yeah. Not too worried about it. Uh, we're talking about goals a little bit for 2021, and it's such a crap year. It's such a shame because it's such a cool number. 2020 is like it should yeah. have been so much better than it was, and it just uh, it, it wasn't. Kind of turned into the stinky pile that it uh, stinky pile, <laughs> stinky pile. Your worst sick animal pile of a yeah. of a thing. I'm going to put the uh, key on the doormat for you there. If you want to put your name and your call sign, you can come and join us now for the rest of the program. Check in, tell us what you're working on. Let us know what your goals are. We're interested in all that stuff. Here's our friend. Talk about goat manure. I bet you that's good on the garden. That's Steve. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, okay. I don't know what that get. I don't get what Steve. Do- oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's for the, uh, oh, it's for Facebook. Yeah, when you uh, join StreamYard, which is the platform I'm using, um, Facebook wants your permission to send out your your uh, your photograph and your name. Otherwise, you just get you know your comment, and it's fine. People work around that by just uh, putting their name in there in the chat. Uh, checking in. Let's see. It's uh, Victor Alpha Six Golf Kilo Tango. Hello to Greg. People and speaking about checking in and yes. name and call signs. That way you can be eligible for the antenna giveaway. Man, I'm glad you remembered that because we're yeah. going to have to do that. Make sure you put your name and your call signs in mm-hmm. the chat. That's another you kind of had to be here to win it. 
This week is a 40-meter loop. Yes. Uh, Santa Don, uh, Don Wilbanks was with us last week. He picked that antenna. So we'll do that here in just a little bit. Um, so we got that out there. Good, good, good. Uh, yep, everything's good. The green room drama, a little heated there at the end of the last segment. A little jab, I felt. Uh-huh. Karen was like, yeah, I'm just asking for a damn bagel. Pretty much is how I took it. Uh, she said it much nicer than that. But like, would a damn bagel hurt you? Something like that was the feeling <laughs> behind it. Like, and me and Paul are like, that's fine. We won't. Like, even if we had the bagels, we're just, they're just going to sit there. She eats. Then, then the rest of us will eat. But I hope you're enjoying um, that part of it. All right, cool. Kevin, Kevin is out there. He is Kilo November 6, India, India Whiskey. Good to see you there. Good morning, Kevin. Uh, let's see. Marty. Marty's got a goal. He wants to learn CW this year. I think that's high on a lot of people. And his extra. So he has two goals. Good job. Yeah, man, uh, he's busy. But, you know, this might be a great time to you know to really kind of you know during this COVID time it may be good in other words mm-hmm. to put some time aside study you know maybe we're not as hectic and that might be a, a silver lining hello to barry in west tennessee was thinking about you guys over the weekend with that rv explosion oh, down there still trying to get God. some information on that but that was just ridiculous that's weird that's one of those that really is, weird ones just yeah i love nashville too it's one of those great it reminds me how much I love these cities. You know, I don't think about them all the time, but um, a part of Tennessee there with that. Uh, good morning, John. Good morning, John. But never really got the full details. You know, I, I, it was Christmas, so I was kind of in and out of getting that story. Didn't really know. You know, I, I saw the guy drove in. They've got video of the thing moving. Mm-hmm. And some sort of weird announcement that gave people at least a heads up before it exploded. Just crazy stuff. Good morning from Indiana. It's nice to see you, November Mike. Nine Lima. Alan's saying that a loop would be nice. Oh, is that one of your goals? Okay. Alpha Bravo 8, Alpha Sierra. We'll give away that antenna in just a little bit here. Uh, Never mind bagels. Uh Uh-oh, he's starting to talk German. I don't know what that means. What's a a, a Brett's and why? I don't know. Maybe it's a meat product. I don't know, says the... Uh, That's German. I don't know. I don't know what he's saying. Here's Wes. Sounds good. Greetings from Jonestown, Pennsylvania. Good. Morning, he's on the move back east. That's Whiskey Echo 5, Mike Alpha Golf. So in the last episode, we talked about a little bit of our goals. Mine, a little on the periphery. Uh, it's ham adjacent. I'm looking at upgrading a camera for personal use, probably streaming use and recording. I haven't purchased because of things like cell phones, cameras, you know, haven't, haven't looked into that market. It's been, and I love photography. I do, but, um, the phone is enough money in itself. It does a pretty good job. And I'm like, so I don't know. Uh, but you're welcome to join us here. And, uh, in the pre-show, we talked to Brian. He's a pilot, Arizona. He rubbed it in. It's warm here. Ha, 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 ha. I'll do what I want. Yeah, in the 70s, upper 60s, the lower 70s. 70s. Just really nice. He probably was wearing shorts. And- Fine. Oh. I don't care if you hate me. <laughs> but uh, look at this. Now, you, know, you tell me to go outside. I'm thinking twice. But uh, here's Brian. He's out there. You on your cell phone? Now, look at this guy. 
Oh, yeah, I'm on my cell phone. I'm actually at our, our winter field day site. I'm gonna, I don't know how good oh. the cell coverage is. It's close to the house, but here's uh, mm-hmm. two of my uh, comrades here with me. I got Jeff K2DFE and Dan KC7MSU. We're at Usury Mountain Regional Park at one of the group sites, and this is where we're going to do nice. winter field day this year. Look at real that. Real nice. So, yeah. you see that? You see that cactus right there? There's oh, the end of one of the long wires of that. There's another one right there. And, uh, yeah, all I can see, I can show you our our uh, club's repeaters are up there. I don't know if you guys can see those towers or not. Mm-hmm. But that's, no, uh, that's where I'll our repeater site screen. is. Here, show us those towers again. I'll make you full sight. Let's see if we can see them. Go ahead and point them out again. Uh-oh. Oh, just oh, as I got glitchy. Oh, there he is. Okay. I still don't back see again. Him, but that's okay. Peter. I trust you. There it is, right up there. All right. Okay. Look at that. Oh, All right, he has a so, Cardinal yeah. shirt on. Ooh. Cardinals. I don't know. I don't know. Jeez. Uh, Ryan's becoming so, the antagonist. So, Steve, are you, a, are, you a, Come on. are you a Sea Chickens fan, Steve? Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm, kind of, I'm contractually <laughs> obligated to get you out of here before Steve... <laughs> Pulls one of these. Well, oh, hey, no, we call them sea chickens at times when they're not uh, performing. Is that the Seahawks? The Seahawks? That's the Seahawks, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they've been called the chickens spot. for a long time. Really? Kind of, but uh, no, they've been uh, doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a, it's been a fun ride. But uh, my uh, manager at work uh, came from the Phoenix area, so he's true blue, dyed-in-the-wool Cardinals fan. And so he throws up all the Cardinal stuff in the office there, and uh, oh, we give him a bad time. But uh, good morning, Gary. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's been uh, a nice – it's a nice rivalry. It's uh, Gary's got a, uh, a low 100-watt in a wire uh, ID number, the 182. That's pretty low. Thanks for uh, being with us. That's a long time. That's we appreciate awesome. that. You want to join the show, uh, click the link. I can actually put this up here on the screen as well. And uh, you could type it in, cut and paste it somehow if you'd like to. I'll put it in the comments section a little bit ago. Uh, curious to see what you want to do steve mentioned that he may uh give serious consideration to putting up another tower and going oh, big. i mean yeah. are you so you like this is real this is kind of news to me that you're uh thinking about putting up another big one it's been in the back of my mind for a couple of years and i've been going back and forth and uh but it's uh you know we talk about takeoff angles and uh and so I'm looking for, you know, another antenna for 40 meters, some type of directional antenna. So if so, do I want to go half wave or do I want to go full wave as far as height above terrain? So, so it's the difference between a 70 foot tower or a 140 foot tower. So it's like, oh, <laughs> and it would be fun. It'd be nice. And, uh, you know, add some more steel in the air and, uh, and aluminum up there. But, uh, as yeah, you know, with lot. towers, that comes a lot of maintenance. So I've been also toying with the idea of another 40-meter antenna that uh, is manageable from the ground. Okay. And a number of people have it, and that would be the four-square. So it's uh, I have the room, and uh, it would be basically four 33-foot verticals and uh, spaced out, you know, quarter wave apart from each other in a square. 
and uh, it would be a uh, a directional antenna. It's you basically have it in four directions, and depending on the controller you get, you can have it also omni. So uh, I'm kind of leaning towards that. It's been in the back of my mind for a while, and I think this year is going to be the year to let's pull the trigger and uh, and go with a four square and uh, go with that. Put the the third tower uh, behind me for a little bit and uh, not rule it out, but, uh, and then look at the, you know, we can talk about the properties of vertical antennas and, and how well, you know, what advantages we have with that. But uh, I think maybe this year, this summer might be the, the time to, and that will be my goal for this year to uh, get a four square. So for next winter, Man. have something up and going from there. Uh, good morning to Jay. We're talking a little bit about our goals. Uh, man, I just like to keep what I have up and using it a little bit more. That's one of the things about having a young family. I think that keeps me, um, you know, it keeps me grounded, pardon the pun, where you're, you know, you've got a lot going on and you've got a good thing going. Just try to get in the chair a little bit more and use it. Uh, so that's the thing. If you've got a goal, you want to add it to the chat. And, you know, I did. I ended up starting the last show. I started the last show on time, ended it early. Can't even believe it. So we got an antenna to give away. We got like like stuff. This will be a little longer. This will be a lo little longer. Why don't we take a break? We'll take a quick break here. And then we will come back and we'll give away this antenna. Uh, because we need to do that. And uh, some other stuff we'll get into as well. So hang with us. We'll come back on the other side. And uh, we'll talk about gold and all other stuff next. Main Trading Company is your one-stop ham radio shop in Paris, Texas. Find us on the web at mtcradio.com. We've been in business for 12 years. We take trades and love to help fellow hams trade up to a newer rig. Watch our used gear page on the web for great deals on older and even like new equipment. Main Trading is a mom-and-pop business owned by Richard and Christine Lenore. We hope you'll hop on the web and give us a try. Or give us a call at 903-737-0773. We're here hoping to earn your business with good old-fashioned friendly service. If you're in Northeast Texas, stop in and see us at 2707 Lamar Avenue. Main Trading Company, Surplus Electronics, and Ham Radio. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, I wouldn't mind traveling down to see. I kind of miss the fact that we can't go to stores. It's starting to bug me a little bit now. Oh, yeah. After a year of uh, COVID-19 and uh, looking ahead to maybe COVID-20 and not being able to go into stores. You know, we always talk about Radio Shack, but e even going into, you know, HamFest and, and looking at our HRO or different places mm -hmm. like that or even in Paris, Texas, to go down there to the main uh, trading company and, and seeing what, seeing things, man. That, that's kind of feeling the, it, touching it, you know, feeling just, it. It's it's different. And then just being there and just the camaraderie of you know being around other members in the hobby yeah. here. The internet changed the game. You know, uh -huh. I think um, we're all talking about. I'm going to give away this antenna for sure, but um, that was kind of a rant. You know it's been a great year for ham radio for hams. I mean, we like this communication. We can get out, we can talk to our friends, we can do stuff. Um, but I can feel, and I can sense on the radio that we're really starting to miss each other. That sort of eyeball, 
mm-hmm. conversation with your friends and your buddies. I know you've got a, you know, a standing thing with a buddy or you meet, you know, and go to Dayton and you take the week off and it's a thing, you know, we've oh, had yeah. it. although we have uh, the radios and we can still communicate and it's a great hobby now, especially that in-person thing, the touching it, the flea markets, the stories behind the rigs, you know, that's, that's kicking us a little bit in the ding ding oh, this yeah. year if I'm uh, being candid yeah. enough. So, and then, you know, just meeting the people that you talk on the air and, you know, like going to Dayton as he brought it, brought that up and uh, running into people and just that part is great. Making new friends every year, just meeting new people and then, you know, continuing that friendship on as, uh, uh, you know, the year goes on and then, you know, having that common goal to meet back at Dayton and having another, you know, meal together at uh, one of the uh, vendors or uh, meeting at a booth and just, you know, talking about, you know, how life went along and how the, how everything's going. Yeah. It's really, important. really miss that. It's important to, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was really close to my wife's grandfather and for the last five years of his life, we were really, you know, he taught me how to garden. We were together a lot. And um, for him, although he was dying and it, you know, it, he had been sick for a long time, you know, but it wasn't any secret that every day was like important and it sounds cliche, but every day was sort of, you know, hard, man, it was really hard. And for him physically, but having something to look forward to was such a big deal. And mm-hmm. he was a gardener. So he always had a seed in the ground and in the winter he would be under lights in his house. So the point for me is that, having something to look forward to as our Elmer's age, as our friends, as we age, mm-hmm. having those little benchmarks, Oh, I'm going to be in Orlando or I'm going to go to Hamcom or I'm going to go out to the, you know, out West and I'm going to camp, uh, you know, having those things really does get you through a lot. So not to bring the show to a bummer hall. I mean, it's not that good to start with. So let's take it to the, take it to the sadness, but, Although we have each other on the air and we have things like this, mm-hmm. that face-to-face thing is really a, that's, you know. That's very important. That's the, the uh, hardest part of we're, this. Mm-hmm. We're a social group. And uh, even though, you know, this is the perfect hobby for an introvert. It's like, yeah, I don't need to deal with people. You, you can or cannot. But we have, I mean, for me, it's the social aspects of getting together is, is more important. And, uh, it's, that's the reason I go to like Dayton is I don't want to, you know, go there just to get equipment and stuff like that. I want to go there to be with people and, uh, be with old friends and new friends and just be there. And, uh, that's what ham fests are great about. It just, just we're, we're together and, uh, yeah, we can be on the air every day and, uh, all day, all night, uh, but it's just the gathering, the the club meetings, everyone, you, you know, going down to that basic level, getting together once a month uh, with uh, local hams and uh, at the club. And uh, those are important. And uh, we're kind of a social group and we're the original uh, social media. Yep. Uh, we started it. 
know, and Facebook I know this and- is no substitute. You know, we've definitely tried in the last three months to create opportunities for people to come and join, join us here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very casual setting. It's a talk show. We sit here and we, we talk about stuff like you would talk on the radio. So you hear things that you may hear on the radio as well. So um, when I send out the invitation, it is, uh, you know, you don't have to come and do a song and dance. It's actually, let's see you. Let's, <laughs> let's see each other. Let's say exactly. hello. Because the, mm-hmm. uh, the podcast has been great for so long and it's audio only. It usually generates an email. You know, if I said something silly or something was, you know, or, you know, I, I get it in the digital realm. At least mm-hmm. here we can uh, we can see each other and, and sort of. Um, yeah, this is the closest we can get. Closest to we're going without. to get. Exactly. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. Let's give away this antenna. Stop yes. being sappy. We're like the uh, the uh, your your cool uncle at the Christmas party. Who's <laughs> I just miss my my friends. Oh, damn. Uh, we've got a 40-meter uh, loop. Don Wilbank stopped by last week, and, and he was able to pick the antenna. And maybe yes. we'll have someone else pick it for us, too, as we go along. Mm-hmm. Names uh, from the chat go into a bowl. They all are assigned a number. They are just pulled out. Numbers match up to the, uh, to the person. And this week, it's our old friend Ray. Ray's been Ray, around. He may not be here nice. today, but Ray has picked up the 40 meter loop courtesy of ldg who is sponsoring 12 weeks of uh, antenna giveaway so congratulations to ray way to go ray congratulations out there get that out there that that takes up a little bit of space i hope he has Mm -hmm. a space if not you know what maybe if you're part of a club you'll find some way to use this and when you get it up let me and steve know because we'll either try to work you on the air oh we join us on the uh sunday night net join us on nets man you can do that so congratulations to Ray. Thank you uh, for being in the chat. Thank you all for participating. Put your name and your call sign in the chat now. We'll pick another winner uh, on the show next week. Okay. So what do we have up for next Whatever week? you want. Whatever you want. We uh, hmm. we just gave away the loop. We've got, uh, we gave away a dipole recently. So we're kind of in that off-center fed. We've got a flagpole antenna, which is really curious to me. I have a flagpole, but it's got a pine tree right next to it. So it's kind of, <laughs> I don't know how that would play out, uh, but I'd be curious to that one. Didn't We've we give one of those fed. away already? We did. Yeah, we're going back through the cycle. I think this okay. is our sixth week. Yeah, so uh, what do you want to do? Let's go flagpole. Flagpole. Okay. Flagpole. Yeah, so we're we gonna do the flagpole. Santa Dan with his uh <laughs> with his flags and in the uh yeah. meet and greet. And uh so you know yeah, it might be on. fun. It might be fun. So yeah. yeah, cool. Congratulations to Ray. We appreciate you. Should we uh check in with Wes and see what kind of goals he has? I yeah. think he's on the road. Wes, you want to come up? Thumbs up. Okay, cool. He's in the green room, ate everything. <laughs> I mean, there was nachos and all kinds of cool stuff in there. Hey, the, ball is the, the shirt my wife got me for Christmas. In my own defense, I was left unsupervised. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's right. So where um, have you been out there on the road? We know Wes uh, mostly from our pre-show meet and greets. You're out there. You make your living in the big rigs. You got a 7300 there next to you in the rig. Mm-hmm. Where have you been? What's going on? Well, yesterday I uh, had a delivery up in Rome, New York, and Mm -hmm. uh, from there I went over towards Avenal, New Jersey, which is kind of like a suburb of um, uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey, 
And then from there, I went over to Jonestown, Pennsylvania. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, I actually went home last weekend, and uh, that was, uh, you know, when we did our Christmas and whatnot, because I had to get some dental work done. And this week, the dentist's office was closed, so I couldn't afford to uh, be home that long. So that's what happened. But an uh, interesting note, I don't know if you guys are able to, to do this, but I, I know I talked to you guys about my Tar Heel the last time I was on. Yeah. And... Uh, in the chat, I just put a link to the, the picture of the Tar Heel. I don't know if you guys are able to pull that up, but uh, last weekend we were able to get it pulled apart and found out that it was toast. Like the, the guy who sold it to me must have ran too much power through it and mm -hmm. it caused the uh, coil to wrap over itself. Like I said, I don't know if you guys can pull up the picture or not. But, oh, uh, it overheated and deformed the coil? Yeah, that's oh. what it looks like. And of course, the guy who sold it to me said uh oh it worked when i said it to you you know yeah. so it worked yeah, the last so. time I, oh it yeah. worked the last time i used it mm -hmm. yeah oh so geez, it's, look uh, at that. oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. So that's what it looks like oh man so I, I you know i got it initially on the truck and you know tried to raise it up and uh it would not raise up all the way i could get it to work on like 10 through uh 40. uh it's supposed to go all the way up to 80 mm -hmm. uh, but i couldn't get it to raise up past where that fold was so uh my goal is to get that big thing fixed. <laughs> I sent it into to Tar Heel, and uh, hopefully they'll get it and and be able to get I to it before too long. Wind it, or uh, they'll just replace it. Yeah, I'm guessing they're going to have to replace the whole coil, uh, and uh -huh. I think they said that was about 170 dollars. Oh man! Um, plus whatever labor is. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I spent 300 dollars, uh, 350 dollars on the antenna and the control box, so. Even if it costs $175 or whatever for them to replace the coil, it'll still be, I'll still come out ahead. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know what the cost of something like that's brand the, new. The antenna itself is about $600, and then the Damn. control box was $200. So, so an but it's worth it. I'm, uh -huh. I'm back to using the Wolf River coil right now, which kind of sucks because, you know, with the Wolf River coil, I can only do 25 watts on digital, mm. <laughs> which makes doing Windling kind of difficult. Um, which is mostly what I use it for. I do WinLink and I'll do uh -huh. like JSA call and, and stuff like that, which my favorite mode is JSA. I don't know if you guys have ever used it. JSA or JS8? JS8, yeah. It's called JSA okay. call. It's kind of like, it's got all the benefits of FT8, but you uh -huh. can have an actual QSO. Like you can actually talk with the people. And, oh, keyboard to and, keyboard. Uh, hmm. Keyboard to keyboard, yeah. And nice. it's also got other features in it too. So you can do APRS with it, mm -hmm. uh, you know. So you can do anything you can do with APRS with it. However, I don't think they've got it set up so you can actually receive replies from the APRS, but you can send stuff, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, my, my goal is to, to finish up the setup, uh, you know, get that Tar Heel working right. And, uh, you know, uh, so far I'm loving the 7300. Um, my next goal is to get a permanent antenna set up at home. Because right now, as it is, every time I go home, I got to, throw up the end fed and get it all mm -hmm. set up that usually takes a while so it'd be nice to have like a an actual antenna at home that i could have so i could just so go to the back porch plug in uh-huh go what kind of antenna are you looking at or leaning towards uh i hadn't decided yet i don't have a lot of space to work with uh -huh. um so you know i could make an end fed work um but it's not ideal uh, I was thinking I could probably go with like a off center fed uh, dipole or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, 
but I'd like to have something I could do multiple bands with. Um, so I could like set up a dipole and like an inverted B, um, get like a pole or something, put the pole up and then, you know, run the box, you know, from the top of the pole down and over. Do you um, have enough room to get 66 feet? Yeah, at roughly. Least. Yeah. At, at least, I mean, I'd have to be creative with how I, how I put it, but I could, I could get that to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Well, you can always kind of drop one end of it or something like that, but, uh, you know, o OCF is probably a good start all band. The, uh, the 7,300, if you use that radio that has its built in tuner and that should, uh, uh, be sufficient and, uh, well, uh something pretty easy. You can build yourself. Speaking of uh, the the guys uh, who are sponsoring you right now, I don't think I got enough room to get this. But hold on, I'll uh, I just got a tuner. Um, one of the one, guys man. in my one of the guys uh, who uh, in my club. Hold on, I got it hooked up right now, but uh, gave me this for for free. Nice, free. So, wow. Yeah. Cheaper. Uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna ask me for some money later, but he's letting me use it for free for now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's an LDG. It's uh, works pretty well so far. So yeah. getting that angle right on the camera because I forget it, it, it. Everything's reversed. <laughs> but yeah, Mike, uh, uh, Mike suggests you get a doublet. A doublet. Mm -hmm. Ian said something about a vertical. Word. Yeah, vertical. Back in the home situation, like a, you know, like an R seven, R nine. There's uh, there's those and. Uh, well, the, the biggest problem I have with my property is um, in our backyard, we have a, a swimming pool because, you know, it's mm -hmm. Florida. Everybody has a swimming pool. And that takes up most of the, the available space in the backyard. And then right along our back fence line is our power lines. So if I was to set up a vertical in the backyard, it couldn't be too tall because if it fell, it would hit the power lines. Um, so that was, uh, so what I was thinking with the, 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 the dipole, setting it up in the inverted V, I could like kind of... Put it so I could run both ends to the mm -hmm. fence on either side of the property and, uh, you know, have it far enough back that it won't, if it tips over or something happens, it won't hit the power lines. But at the same time, it won't interfere with what's going on in the backyard. So that's why I was thinking that. And It'd be cool you if, you could get, if you I'm could sorry. get your vertical, because um, anytime somebody mentions power lines, I'm sensitive to what you said about falling over. I mean, good grief. Yeah, you don't want that for sure. But I mean, if power lines are nearby, Steve, isn't it really a good idea to go vertical? I mean, if that's what you can do, then yeah, yeah. I mean, it's because the other thing is, is, you know, I'm gone for a month at a time yeah. and uh, the wife doesn't exactly want to deal with my stuff if it falls over. <laughs> True. That's the other thing. I, I was mean, thinking, I'm you know, if I, if I got that flagpole one, I could set that up in the front yard. Yep. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'll write that down. West. But, um, West flagpole. You know, verticals. Uh, if you, you know, want to do the inverted V, you can go with a fan dipole and just put in an inverted V um, configuration. There's a little bit of, you know, getting it tuned in, you know, getting everything tuned. And, uh, but it's a, a good project. And a lot of people, uh, run uh, fan dipoles that will give you multiple yep. bands and uh that's uh something that you know, what work. i've been what i've been doing lately is uh when i go home you know i set up my um i got that chameleon mcom 3 portable and i set that up because we got a tree uh by the side of our house that goes towards the front of the property and 
I could throw that up in the tree, but it's like I said, it's kind of a pain every time I come home because it's a it's a gnarly tree. So trying to get it up high enough while at the same time uh, accessible is is it. But yeah, I was also considering just getting another uh, like the 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 permanent install uh, mm -hmm. chameleon infant. We'll, we'll think some more on this, Wes. You motor safe. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. to some more questions. 73, best to you and your family. I hope you had a good one, and uh, we'll catch up with you maybe next week. All righty. 73. Right. Drive. 73. Take care, Wes. It's time for us to get into some questions, Steve. Are you ready for this? You've been up yeah. late last night. I'm worried about you. You need yeah, your sleep. Okay. I got some sleep. This is the time of the show where I also left the key at the door. You could come in here and ask a, a question, and we, we were help, trying to help Wes a little bit with his situation. It's hard, Steve, when you don't yeah. see the property. You know, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's one thing to kind of uh, throw out options, but if you don't know enough, it's, it's hard to... Uh, to do that. So we're going to get to some questions now. We had several coming in because frankly, we didn't do any last week. So we've got some questions to get through and um, we'll try to help you together. This one came yesterday. In fact, and we'll jump around a little bit. Uh, Colby has a question. He's got $200 in eBay gift certificates. He wants to buy an antenna tuner and antenna. What do you suggest? He has room in his lot for a long wire, mature uh, mature trees and a story and a half house. Now, I don't know if he's locked into the $200 on eBay or that's just going to help him, Steve, but um, yeah. he's looking for an antenna tuner and an oh. antenna. This is like a trick question. This is like oh. a tricky trick trick. Or it's like, and what is the best HF radio? <laughs> <laughs> well, 200 bucks. Let's, let's approach it a little differently. Mm. Steve. What if we had 200 bucks I don't think 200 bucks will get you those two things. Certainly the antenna, but the antenna mm -hmm. tuner could be a little different. You may find something at MFJ that would tune you up. Okay. But let's look at it this way. We got 200 bucks. How do we start to, uh, to chip away at this need? Oh, well, how handy are you? Can you build your own antennas? That kind of saves some money. And, uh, so you just get the components. If you don't have the skills, uh, then you'll have, you know, you look at uh, buying, you know, a pre-made antenna. And then uh, and the other thing is, what's your HF radio? It might have a built-in antenna tuner. And uh, But uh, let's make the assumption he, the radio he's using doesn't have a tuner because he's, you know, brought out a tuner. So, ooh, that's, uh, you so can you probably... Used, you know, if you're on, um, say, eBay, so maybe it's mm -hmm. good for us to maybe see. This is really tough to uh, suggest something that might be used, too, but um, it's hard. I and I know on, you know, people will say, build your own antennas, right? Y yes, of course, but you know, maybe he doesn't have time. Maybe you know, we time don't know his situation. We don't exactly. Know. So we'll just say, you know, I go basic dipole. You know, which wouldn't mm -hmm. cost you too much money. You may be looking at 40, 50 bucks, maybe. And then a, a tuner used, maybe. I don't know what a used tuner. Maybe somebody's really savvy and fast and can, you know, look up what MFJ is using for tuners. But I think you could almost do it. You're going to need to spend a little bit more than 200, I think. Um, for well, that a, gets, that's a good start. Uh, um, and it's just unfortunate, you know kind of being stuck in ebay it's just like, how about uh, this how about this steve how about you buy a good antenna 
right? Mm -hmm. We get a resonant antenna that maybe doesn't need a tuner. Doesn't for a need the tuner. Well, I'm always, even you know me, right. I'm a big proponent for me resonant too. antennas just so that you don't have to have a tuner. So and Colby, it, you know, look at a resonant, uh, an, an antenna that is like a dipole for the frequency mm -hmm. that you want. Say if it's 40 meters, you can tune it. You know, it's going to be resonant somewhere, uh, if not everywhere. I'd buy a double bazooka for whatever or two for the bands that you like. And uh, maybe put some cash aside and look up the tuners. I think it's really hard for us to prescribe so, a tuner especially in the used market that gets and a little antenna easy. i mean it's like you know as you pointed out we we don't know the lay of the land so to speak and what you're working with and and it's like ah oh. <laughs> and one antenna tuner and then it's like okay do you have plans you know so you're going to run just strictly 100 watts or do you have plans down the road to go a little more power and so now you're going to have to have you know, a different tuner that's going to be able to have, you know, if you're running 100 watts, you just need a antenna tuner that's, you know, will do 300 watts and you'll be safe. And, uh, and then it gets down to manual, automatic. It's like, whew. and that all comes down to this. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a, Tough. it's a, tough it's a tough road to hold and I, I really want to give you you know something to to chew about but um if if you've limited to the 200 dollars, i would kind of go with a more of a resonant antenna but uh basically that's one per band and uh only way to do that would be a fan dipole or kind of a maypole if you can only put up one piece of wire because of uh, the HOA president being your XYL uh, is uh, saying, nope, you can only have, you know, we only want one up and uh, then you have to go with a multi-band antenna and then, then the tuner will come into play. Just the other thing is your radio might have one built in and so you can save on that. Uh, so it's, uh, there's a few more things that's, you know, you kind of gave us a little bit of information, but we need a little bit more. And, uh, this is where the back and forth goes. And this, this is all part of the Elmering process and, uh, kind of, you know, get the, get the ball rolling, but, uh, yeah, there you go. It's <laughs> go resonant, go resonant antenna. And then that's we'll, the easiest. we'll see what happens after that. Okay. We've got another friend here with a question. I have a real dilemma on my hands. My wife got her license back in the summer. She's nice. Whiskey Bravo Zero, Charlie mm -hmm. Alpha Tango. Now she wants her own operating desk and station in the ham shack. Whatever oh. shall I do? <laughs> Build it. Yeah. <laughs> this is do the it. easiest thing in the world, Kenny. Kenny, do it. <laughs> Kenny, let me talk serious talk to you for a minute. Do you enjoy the touch of a woman? Give her what she wants. That's a bit of the fastest thing. The, plus, I mean, think of all the things that you can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's great. I mean, you do get into some interesting kind of um, who operates when. Mm -hmm. uh, do we need different switchers? Do we need independent coax cables coming to the radio, to the antenna? So it does introduce an element of, you know, not difficulty, but you do have to kind of think that through. Are you both operating at the same time? You know, what, 
what's all required in that? Is there anything beyond the sense of give her what she wants, Steve, that he may want to think about in the short run? Like what are the first couple of steps that he should think about? Window pass-throughs or whatever. What comes to mind with you if your wife wants to to now join the shack? Oh, I got to build another room. Another room. uh, Yep, another room. We'd have to build another room and then... uh, we would share the two by eight switch antenna switch, which is doable. So uh, that way, uh, I use a uh, array solutions uh, two by eight uh, antenna switch. So it allows two radios, mm-hmm. and uh, whoever gets the first antenna, so whoever selects the forty meter antenna first, uh, gets it, and. Uh, the other radio, well, you won't be able to switch into it. So there's that way you can keep, you know, from blowing each other up and stuff like that. And uh, so then, the, you know, the radio. And uh, so if you're going to have the 7610, she has it. You're going to be left with the 7300. So remember that. So you the, need two 7610s or whatever. Uh, and whatever uh, that, the, you know, it's got to be equal, mm-hmm. Steve, right? It's uh, gotta be equal. Yeah, equal or better <laughs> for the for your what for the touch total upgrade. It's fun spending yeah. other people's money, isn't it? Exactly. At the easiest um, level, is you gotta you gotta build it. Yeah, and then there's going to be the times uh, you know she wants her own operating desk and stations. So yep, so she, it can be laid out for her, and uh, we all like the way our stations are laid out, the ergonomics. So yeah, it's uh, what shall you do? Well, do it. That's do it. Uh, go from there, and up, then you'll Kenny. figure it out. Don't f this up, Kenny. Yeah, don't do the right up. thing. Do the right thing. All Come right, on, we've Kenny. got another question. <laughs> we've got a question from Ray. This uh, this might be an easy and a quick one here for Ray. Any good advice on a scanner antenna? Wow, you know, it's, uh, they make those um, what is discount antennas, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you know. HRO, DX engineering, all the you know universal radio, RNL, and uh, they're available out there. Even Amazon, you can just uh, just look for a discount antenna, and it's uh, good for you know for scanners. It's perfect antenna. It, I don't uh, think they have to be up high at all. These are yeah. the ones that almost look like little metal umbrellas if you yep. took off the material. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so inver- that- it, that's perfect. Yeah like 45 degree angle mm-hmm. wires that come down as skirts and uh and then depending on the design but uh that that would i i think be the perfect scanner antenna and just get it on the roof of the house or, or your shop or wherever the building is and you don't have to have it up super high it's it'll be perfect okay ray that's the answer that one's pretty clean cut that'll work for you get that, that's a what disco okay. now this one is a little heavier, Steve. We got a friend, Randall. I'll read this off for our listening audience. This is uh, beyond my understanding. So uh, Randall says, uh, wire dipole, toroid mm-hmm. suggestion. My confusion is the metal makeup. I've read that 31 is best. The others say 41. Some say 43. Cost isn't a concern. Just want to make sure I'm, I have the right core. 
Ooh, Are we talking about turns around the toroid? No, it's it's the toroid itself. I see. It's the it's the makeup of the of the toroid. There's uh, how the tor and there's different properties and uh, thirty one. My you know I've seen forty three uh, thrown around forty one. Uh, I haven't seen the thirty one personally, but I haven't really gone or you know into the toroids and um, but. Uh, I I know there is uh, the different makeup versus on what frequency you want to you know work on. So um, I know there's like if you're going to do 160, then that's going to be a different makeup versus six meters. And um, but uh, yeah, I I'd have to do a little more research on that. But I've seen 43 thrown around a lot. I need to look up. Uh, um, uh, 31, but, uh, off the top of my head, Palomar engineering. I mean, I know they sell a lot of toroids and stuff, and I think they have a pretty good write up on, uh, on the different makeups of, uh, uh, toroids. I'd start there and, uh, go from there. They've been in the business of, you know, toroids and, and things like that, uh, over the years. And, uh, do a little research. I'm going to have to do that too. It's yeah. going to be something good to bring back next week. Yeah, we'll bring that one back. We'll talk about that a little bit more. We have time for one more question, then we'll wrap up this week's show. Everybody can uh, go and get warm and do what they need to do. Let's see if we can handle this one, uh, Steve. A uh, listener and viewer writes, given the choice between, uh, between one that does average, I'm sorry, let me go back here. Clay says, I'm looking at buying a modestly priced watt meter, SWR mm -hmm. meter. Given the choice between... Uh, one that does average power only versus one that does both peak and average power, any major advantage to the second? Yes, especially if you're operating on uh, sideband. It, um, with a standard, you know, power meter that reads RMS. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we lost him. Is average power. There you go. Oh no, you're back. You're away. you're back here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So between I would go with the the one that reads peak, especially if you're operating on on sideband because if you're operating your 100 watt radio, you're only going to see it's going to show up maybe to about 50 watts and go my radio's not putting out power. It's not putting out power because the way the meter is designed to work, it's going to read an average power. And um so it's going to and when we're talking in sideband, our power is regulated by our voice. And uh, so what the peak power meter will do, we'll, we'll just kind of take it up there and hold it a little bit. So you kind of get an eye. Uh-oh. Boy, we had some internet issues here. We just lost Steve-O. That's okay. That's okay. We're going we're gonna to need to wrap it up and bring it home anyway. We probably will catch up on some of these things again next week because you know there's a couple of detailed things and we'll do some research for you as well but uh, i definitely want to thank everybody for coming by we uh we have hit the uh the marker here and i've got the shows all chopped up here steve and bring them up so we can say properly goodbye in seven yeah. three we'll, we'll go over that but we'll go uh, over it again next week go yeah. with the uh with the peak power that's i have one of those watt meters and we'll we'll discuss it uh, next week yeah, everybody will uh, will be back again next week. 
We appreciate you staying around and checking us out. I'm glad you had a great holiday. We need to talk about all the new things that you got. There's so many things in the chat that I just couldn't get to, but we'll we'll pull from them uh, uh, for next time for sure. Be sure to uh, look for a couple of things now. Tomorrow is our Sunday evening HFNet at 7 o'clock Central Time. We'll be doing a play-by-play. You can join me for the play-by-play tomorrow, uh, 7 o'clock Central We'll bring it up. We'll bring in the rig camera, which would look something like this. And uh, we'll bring the audio up as well. And that's a little somebody off frequency, but almost 20 over okay, there. Right up line. Adjacent mm-hmm. signal. So we can, uh, we can hear you. We can see you. We'll talk to you and do the play-by-play of the Sunday evening HF net tomorrow night. We hope you'll join us there. We'll post You're the free. have a color guy? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I need. I need the we need more uh, net control operators. Yes. Like, oh, that was a good contact, Steve. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Yeah, it's very Look, good form. You gave there. him a five by nine. Excellent. What a wonderful use of phonetics. That <laughs> we'll, we'll do that tomorrow night. So join us. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, click the bell, ring the bell, hit the bell, touch the bell, say hi to the bell. The bell will tell you Be whenever nice we go bell. live. Be nice to the bell. It will tell you when we're on when we post new stuff and all that sort of jazz there was something else i wanted to talk about too but uh, we'll save it for later we'll give away another antenna the flagpole next week if your name's in the chat Mm -hmm. uh, your call signs you're eligible if you have any questions that you'd like us uh, to answer do that on facebook in the chat as well we will uh, wrap things up from here steve uh get some rest enjoy the the weekend uh, yes. go outside very little if you, you can stand it. That's what I'm going to do. Actually, I'm going to go to the antique store with my girls today. We're going to go see. We set up an appointment. We're looking for a table. If I find the nice table, it will lead to a larger TV. So we got Ooh. to find that thing. We got to find that thing. So I'll be getting some advice on new uh, televisions. I need some TV Ooh. advice. 4K. Mine is like deep. It's got the deep back and it's around. It weighs about 180 pounds. It's big. It's time. It's time to upgrade. But I got to get the right piece of furniture. So I'm yes. taking the ladies to uh, to a oh, yeah. Alton, Illinois today. Okay. You guys be good. Thank you so much for stopping by. We really look forward to Saturdays with you. See you tomorrow when we live stream again. 73 for now. 73, Steve. 73, Christian. And thanks everyone for stopping by and joining us this morning stay safe take care of yourselves and each other and if you can by all means please try and stay above the noise see you guys bye-bye to join the 100 watts in a wire community visit 100 watts in a